RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. We couldn't ignore this story. The Reserve Bank of New Zealand said Thursday default in banks' agricultural lending portfolios were expected to increase as the sector faces tough economic conditions due to low prices, high operating expenses and increased debt servicing costs. Sally Dryland is the co-president of Federated Farmers. We thought we'd invite Sally on to talk about this. Welcome to Reality Check Radio, Sally. Thanks for coming on. Pleasure. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Yeah, always so, good to um, be able to tell our story. So well, what is that story? That um, headline is like, oh, oh, what's going on? Yeah, look, it, it's it's not good in that um, there's a lot of things conspiring at the same time to make uh, farming pretty harsh at the moment. Um you know, like we'd all like to be investing more on farm into um, the environmental sort of t- type things. And uh, when you're not getting a return for that and your bank's asking for 10% instead of the old 4%, um, that has an impact. Um, you know, there's a lot of farms that are uh, have borrowed 50% of their money to, wow. to okay. purchase a farm. Yeah. So do you think it's fair to say the economy has been totally mismanaged. Oh, they printed yeah, seventy-seven billion dollars. Remember? Yeah, no, I know. And with it, you know, like the when you when you're spending ten billion more than you're making each year, it, it gets pretty um, it gets pretty impactful on on all of us. Um, so you know, like somehow you've got to pull that back, and 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 it's being able to put yourself into a position on farm that you can manage that. So um, we've we've got to um, get good at, at front-footing it. Um, I know a lot of farmers are going to um, interest-only loans um, rather than paying back the, um, the principal. Uh, and, and some of those things are, are ways that you can, you know, get yourself through it. Yeah, but that's um, if things improve in a certain period of time, right? You can only tread water for so long. Is that right? Yeah, that's true. And and and, and like at the moment, um, you know, like I, I know some farmers are considering um, splitting off a little section on the on the farm or something just to give them some capital to keep going. Um, are there people out there willing to buy that though? You see, um, you know, when an economy is depressed. You know, when when the tide goes out, all the boats go down, right? Yeah, well, house house prices and that have still stayed strong because you know, like they're still and they're coming up again um, because there is still a market for them. There's not enough homes in the country, yeah. Um, so, okay. so you know, like sometimes um, that might be a way of getting through is is to sell off the um, the cottage on the farm and and uh, and pick up some of that. Um, workload yourselves again but you know like um, I've been talking to Rural Support Trust and uh, you know like they're pretty worried they've obviously got an uh, increased number of calls coming in uh, there's um, some of the pressure from banks is um, is more uh, perce- perceived rather than real so we're going to take care we don't talk ourselves into a doom and gloom um, position you know like farmers have overcome challenges in the past and We've always got to believe that we can come through it, but you know, being proactive is really important. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, what about uh, income, though? 
Uh, where are the um, where are the prices that are being paid? Commodity prices being paid to farmers. Where historically are they at at the moment? Yeah, so so say last year with um, the dairy, it's probably down oh, twenty or thirty percent. Um, that's quite a bit. Yeah, that's a huge bit. Um, yeah, but it was yeah. very. It was also very high. Um, so if you looked at the five term average five-year average, it's still below that. But um, the the real concern at the moment is is the um, one that's really taken a dive is uh, new season's lambs. Um, and last year that might have got $9 a kg, and this year it's looking at it with a five in front. So That's, that's yeah. like nearly a 50%, not that good at maths, but that sounds like <laughs> almost 50% less. Yeah, well, it, it could well be that by Christmas. Um, so if you've done your budgets, you're going to have to redo them. Um, yeah. And, and that's part of that is caused by, um, in Australia, they're selling off um, a lot of extra stock at the moment. Um you know, so they've flooded the market basically. Why are they? Why are they doing that? Same issues there. Yeah, and suspecting drought, and they've done a lot of rebuilding. So, um, yeah, there's quite a few few drivers behind it. How are the banks uh, being at the moment? I mean, they can only go so long too, even on interest only. I would imagine. Uh, are they being cooperative with farmers at the moment? Um. Yeah. How do you put that nicely? Um. They're not willing to um, drop their interest rates, so they um, yeah, so they they aren't um, you know like we want the banks to be strong because that gives it, it means that they're backing us in a in a, a strong foundation. But they make huge profits, <laughs> yes, don't they? Yeah, no, they are, they? and and and. My understanding is that they're not being, um, they're not prepared to compromise on earning that interest rate. So, um, yeah, you know, like how I said, say the average farm is five million. If you've got two and a half million of that on um, loan, you know, you've borrowed for it. What the old interest rate was a hundred thousand, and now it's suddenly two hundred and fifty. So you've got to find that extra hundred and fifty thousand from somewhere. Man, and that's, and that's that's a the, challenge. Yeah, and at the same time, what you're getting for your produce is falling. So it's the worst of all worlds. It sounds like a disaster potentially. Well, again, don't want to talk us into a negative thing. So somehow we've got to get through it. But um, certainly encouraging farmers to be proactive. You know, one of the first calls, give Rural Support Trust a yell. And, um, you know, like they can put you in contact with debt mediation. Um, that was something that wasn't available uh, in the last downturn, which was probably 10 years ago. Yeah. So, you know, that, that requires the bank, rather than just foreclosing on you, it requires them to actually sit down and go through the pros and cons of different approaches. Um, whereas in the past, they used to be able to just say, well, no, sorry, we're not going to lend well, you Well, how that. about them saying y- yes? Because... You know, at mass, if there's a you know a huge hit here, they're the ones who lose. They will, you know, and and that was where the housing market was at years ago. You know, like they couldn't afford um, too many mortgagee sales because everyone would be broke um, because you've lost all your equity. So we haven't we haven't got that at the moment. There's still um, there's still people buying farms. 
because they can still make a living from it. Okay, them. so you can you can foreclose on one and then resell it. Yeah, and, and get yeah. your value back that way. Gosh, they they're like scavengers, aren't they? <laughs> oh, you can't they're like be- vultures out on the range picking over the carcasses. <laughs> Look, I've just been in a meeting with regional council. You know, like uh, some of those descriptions, I'd rather put into that. <laughs> okay, well, I, I'm quite happy to use those descriptions for them as well. Yeah. Then there is the pre- there seems to be a, an attack on farming, and it's coming from the climate. Um, folk, it seems, um, uh, wanting to, well, at one end of the extreme, shut down the way we farm, all the way to imposing costs uh, and um, and taxes for emissions, etc. How much of an effect is that starting to have on the bottom line of farming? Yeah, well, again, so some of the banks are now um, putting some green credentials around your um, loan structure. So if you've got a farm plan, if you're, um, you know, involved in a catchment group, all those are are positive ticks. And and again, that's where a farmer can help themselves with, are they doing everything possible to meet all the new standards or... Wait on that, they're lending money to build houses. All the components are are, um, are lorried with diesel burning trucks to the section. (laughs) They lend money for cars. They all pull... I mean... Who the hell do they think they are? Well, yeah, but they. Um, <laughs> I think as as farmers, we we want. I think farmers are actually the the greatest environmentalists that are in the country. You know, like we live it every day. We 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 want our stock to have clean water. We want the waterways to be clean, um, and and so we're all working together to to bring things along and and. Uh, at the moment, there seems to be a lot of stuff being driven from outside of us, our gate or outside our control. Um, and and it's like after the meeting today, there was there was no economic analysis, no social analysis. You know, like if 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 Horizons push through what they want, and forty percent of farms potentially went in our region, what's the impact on the local freezing works or the? Um, you know the local towns. You know what? You know, and the, they haven't done any of that analysis. So you, you know why? It's inescapable. I'm sorry to say, Sally, they don't care. <laughs> Otherwise, they um, wouldn't be doing that. They don't, or they are so dumb that they don't even understand the consequences. I, I think it was really interesting to be at a meeting with fifty odd, and and for councillors to suddenly go, well, actually. Maybe we shouldn't be pushing this through until we've done that analysis. You know, like my. Oh, really? My, Do you think? <laughs> Come yeah, on. I really. You hope. must pull your hair out in these situations. <laughs> yeah, no. So you know, like, um, it was it was things like you know, like they expect us to partake in the um, in the consultation without having those um facts and figures down there. But you know, we we all want the same thing. We all want clean swimming well rivers, but we actually want a pathway to be able to get there that's achievable. You know, like for to say, oh, let's go and plant 40% in trees without thinking, well, what's actually going to happen when we do that? You know, some forests absorb 81% of the rainfall. What's going to happen if we put pine trees all along our mountain range? Are we gonna are we gonna lose 50% of our waterways? You know, like they haven't thought through the um the consequences of of what happens beyond 
stopping farming. Is the water really that grubby, though, actually? Uh, it, it, a lot of the um, data presented today was based on modelling. Okay, so, computer modelling? Yeah. Yeah, well, that worked really well for COVID, didn't it? So well. <laughs> we 80,000 were going to die, remember? <laughs> yeah, well, we won't the go there. That, that, that's a whole whole different rabbit no, hole. No, no, but I'm just saying <laughs> computer modelling has not stood up well for real-world analysis. Exactly. And, and, and you can't have confidence in something that you can't see the measure and how it's done. And, and farmers are really practical in that sense. So, you know, like we've got a whole heap of farmers. 101 farmers out of our 265 dairy farmers have um, been in this plantain research project. And it's really cool. You know, like they're doing monthly um, water testing. You know, I think, I think there's 40 sites in total. And there's all this really good data and they're seeing improvements over time. And they're buying into how they get that result. But when you do modelling, and, and it's based on something that, that's pie in the sky that you can't relate to, um, you lose all confidence in, in, in moving in that direction. And, and, yeah, I just I was just really pleased that there were no bankers in the room today. So, but they're buying into, they're buying into this though. Are they the bankers? Well, they're buying into you can make it a positive for you. So you can you can make it a positive um, when you're going to your bank by saying, you know, like we're involved in the catchment group, we're aware of our environmental footprint, we're using plantain to reduce our nitrate um, leaching, you know, we've planted up the the waterways so that you know the cows' wheeze can't go straight in the water, and and mm. all this sort of thing. And 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 banks like to hear those good stories. We just tell them what they want to hear. Well, yeah, but you you've got a you've got a you know you've got a bit of integrity as well. You've got to make sure it is really well. If they're happening. using computer modelling, which is completely um, you know smoke and mirrors, why why not play play the same game? You know. Well, it's the two different things. I suppose it's the regulatory arm and the, um, and the regional council or the district councils, and and then there's the the bankers, which are you know you'd like to think they're a support tool for a farmer, but yeah. Gosh, it sounds like um, farming's getting it from every angle then at the moment. <laughs> yeah, look, it, it, it was interesting though. You know, like we talked about COVID before, but you know, um. It actually brought rural communities together again and and uh, established that, you know, like your own little networks are a really powerful um, yep. support tool. Yep. And, we've, and, and we've got to keep working with those to um, strengthen those connections again, um, you know, because we probably lost it. We'd probably got into the, the case of, you know, it's easy to jump in the car and go to town and do something rather than, you know, meet at the local hall and have a potluck dinner or something. So all those little things, just to keep you uh, connected with your community. And um, there, there, there's a lot of strength in that everyone's going through the same thing. What's the mental health like? I know it's kind of a sensitive thing, but we we do hear reports time, from time to time regarding that, particularly for people under a lot of financial stress. Yeah, well, the, you know, like normally the biggest 
stressor in, in any business is um, the first is the financials. Then it becomes that that becomes a pressure for your relationships and then um, your mental stress after that. You know, so it's it's making sure that, you know, you don't get to the burnout stage. So everyone's just got to take a bit of a deep breath and, um, you know, connect with the local community. Go and do something off farm. You know, it doesn't have to be expensive. There's things out there like walking on a beach or surfing for farmers starts up this week. Surfing for farmers. That sounds like a cool thing. It is. And, you know, apparently the salt water is really good for you. So, yeah. Um, Why yeah, not do it? Yeah. 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 And trying something new. Um, and yeah, and, or giving back to a group, you know, like a lot of people are, are coaching teams or, um, you know, helping with meals on wheels sort of thing or community cook ups yeah. or the yeah. gardens, you know, like just find something to do outside what your normal is. Um, yeah. And yeah. don't sit at home sort of obsessing more than you, you, you might have to, I suppose. Um, oh, no, that's it. Yeah, and yeah. And, and rural support trust are, are you know like they're really good at connecting with people too. If if you need a hand, and you know I can quickly give them a plug for oh eight hundred seven eight seven two five four, and just give them a ring, and 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 they'll put you in contact with someone who might just help you through something. You know. Um, are you happy about the change of government? I've just stood next to our um, our newly elected uh, national um, MP. Yep. And um, look, we're really pleased that he's taken the time to to come to something that's going to so dramatically affect our Tatarua region. Um, yeah. So yeah, look, I'm I'm just hoping that there's a a new focus on finding ways that will actually work. I mean, at some point, it's reasonable, isn't it, to consider supporting the rural sector if it looks like it's in some kind of jeopardy. Yeah. Um, I mean, how far do you go? I suppose that's a really good thing because normally when you you talk support and uh, help, uh, the other side of it is that there's sometimes an expectation that they have some control over what you're doing and how you're doing it. Yeah. Um, so again, if you, if anyone's in um, financial pressure, you know, like to to go the debt mediation way, even if you haven't failed in any loans or anything, it gives you an option to explore what you could do, um, and and it gives you control back. Um, Whereas if you wait for the bank to be the one uh, leading the conversation, it can you're be right, hard. Yeah, you're right at the end of the rope when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Again, just thinking back to COVID, you know, they, they were throwing the money around then to anyone. <laughs> and a lot of people are getting a nasty shock now because they're asking for some of it back. But, um, you know, I know people who've got uh, thousands per month to supplement, um, you know, income because they're taking a hit. Now, if we can do it in that situation, it turns out most of it was unnecessary expenditure, actually, because there was a complete overreaction. But that's history now. But if you can do it for that, because it seems to me that New Zealand with a shaky rural agricultural sector it threatens its very earning potential in the long term anyway. Yeah, I, I think the, the hardest 
thing to accept is it's often the ones that are fairly new into the industry at the moment that will have that higher debt loading. You know, like because there's also quite a lot of established farmers that might not necessarily have that same debt. Right, they've um, sort of paid it all down over the years. Yeah, that's it. So, um, yeah, you again, yeah, like there's some that will require that support, and and maybe that. Um, that's why so many are going to interest only and not not repaying principal. But you know, like that was yeah. easy when it was only at one or two percent. But now it's at, you know, I was talking to one guy and it was eleven point nine percent. Gee, okay. and I said, to, and I said to him, Shit, "You must be, you must be dodgy." And um, he said, "Well, I didn't think I was." <laughs> but you know, like yeah, that that's a big pressure to be carrying. Yeah, because that's so much more expenditure. Yeah. Um, with 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 a with a lowering sort of um, income, it must be so scary. Yeah, it's scary. Um, well, it's like the walls closing in. Well, yeah, but it, those walls will will close in if you don't take ownership and control of it. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's yeah. that's what we're going to do. Is you know, step up to the plate, make the phone call. You know, whether it be to RST or to um, you know uh, your banker. Yeah, and 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 make sure that you can get around the kitchen table and have a conversation about look what are my options, you know, um, yeah, you know, like there's the odd person that you hear of that you know they they couldn't see a way through after five years. So rather than wait those five years, they've actually made the decision to sell. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Give us that number again. That oh uh, eight hundred. Oh mind. yeah, Are we, the Rural Support Trust, 0800 787 254. Okay, all right. Yep. Anything more to say on this, Sally, do you think? <laughs> no, I think that, um, that that's enough for today. Thanks, uh, Paul. Yeah, that's, that's maybe too much for the day, yeah. <laughs> all right, well, thanks for coming on and sort of explaining the situation. And I know it can be tough, you know, so not that I'm a farmer or anything, but I know what it's like when, you know, it, it does feel like the walls are closing in a bit. So good luck to everybody. Yeah, yeah and I, I think it's really um good that um you're talking about it though, Paul. We can't we can't yeah. hide from it. So yeah. Well hopefully someone's listening. Someone yeah. in the new government is listening. Very um, much because it might it sounds like they really have to get their arms around this pretty quick, probably. I think they're starting to recognise that um that what was put in by the last government isn't um attainable without a hell of a lot of sacrifice so yeah, yeah. okay sally dryland the uh, from federated farmers co-president thank you for coming on rcr appreciate it yeah nice to meet you bye rcr with paul brennan reality check radio